This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Her Vantage and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. Ibo Family is a non-for-profit resource group that makes parenting easier. They provide guidance to new parents and parents to toddlers by organizing support workshops and a range of topics such as breastfeeding, postpartum, single parenting, first aid and even potty training. They also set up playgroups and social groups while also offering discounts on restaurants activities to ensure a well-rounded support system. I'm joined by Joyce Lim, the Chairperson Executive Director at Ibu. Good morning, uh, Joyce. Good morning, Freda. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I know Ibu family was started in 1989 by two parents. I was a parent in 2002, but I've never heard of it. So tell me a little bit about the history behind Ibu family. Okay, well, uh, Ibu was started in 1989, like you mentioned. Um, It was started by two expat moms. Um, They were stay-at-home moms. They came from, um, not sure where, I think it was the States. And, you know, they had no support group here, um, being new to Malaysia. And so they... They set up Ibu, and the main goal was to support families all around the Klang Valley uh, from single parents, adoptive parents, working moms. And um, how they did this was they set up uh, events all around uh, Kuala Lumpur. And, you know, if you had a child, you could attend these events and you could meet other like-minded parents and build your own community. So it's all about finding your tribe because, you know, we know that parenting can be really lonely sometimes, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. So this and what happens is that uh, there is a management turnover every two years. A new team takes over. What's the purpose of that process? So um, it's a non-profit organization and part of our constitution um, requires us to change hands at least every six years, mm. um, but a minimum term for someone serving at Ibu is two years. And that's at the executive committee, committee level and not the organizational level. Um, it, the, the purpose of that is to keep the, the strategy and the direction fresh so that we're always updated, you know, keeping with the times. Right. Yeah, so that that's the reason for that. And you've been involved since when? Oh, actually, I just took um, my position as chairperson and executive director about four months ago. Okay, but you were already involved with Ibu Family. Um, so I started off as a member in two o one seven. So that's when I had my first child. I have two, uh, three and five year olds. Uh, so I started off as a member and uh, later on, you know, after the during the pandemic, everything slowed down. And right. I really believed in the vision and what Ibu was trying to do. Right. But because of the slowdown, nothing was happening. And so the old uh, committee was also a bit burnt out from the pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were looking around for new committee members and I, I put my hand up for to be chairperson actually yes yeah, okay so. so when you joined in 2017 uh what attracted you to be part of this this group i guess so i i was studying in australia and i had just come back about 10 years ago right and um so i didn't have many friends i did my high school in australia um and so when i came back and i had my first child here 
it was really lonely. Mm. Um, so I was looking around for play groups or something that I could bring my kids to and so I could meet other parents with similar age children. Mm. And uh, I found Ibu just through do- doing a Google search. Mm. And uh, I, uh, I tried it. I joined up. Uh, I went to a few play groups. And that allowed me to meet other parents and uh, and my kids got to meet other kids. And so it was really nice. It was nice just being able to go out and talk to people again, you know, after the whole confinement period. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to find out as well, like in the five years you've been involved, uh, what has changed? What happened? What are the parenting requirements needed now, right? And uh, yeah, tell me a bit more about that. Sorry, did you mean in the last five years? In the last five years since you've been involved. And then, you know, so what activities did you get involved for your kid? They're all, uh, their kids are all under five, right? And then, you know, when the the pandemic happened, what did you guys do or could you do? Yeah. So, yeah. So before, before the pandemic, it was, you know, physical, we went out, uh, coffee mornings, um, play groups. And then during the pandemic, since there was no physical interaction, um, the committee tried having uh, more online workshops and online meetups, but you know, with little children and online, it just doesn't work. So that, that was the change um, during the pandemic, you know, having everything online. Mm. And now since that, pandemic's over and we're back, um, we we are starting to have more events, outdoor events. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we have weekly playgroups such as the TTDI uh, playgroup Mm -hmm. in uh, the TTDI park. So we also have coffee mornings all around uh, Kuala Lumpur and we usually choose uh, cafes Mm -hmm. with play areas for kids so the moms can chat while our kids play. Yeah, and it works out really well. Okay, so and how large is the group now? And do you know how many would uh, would have gone through in the last 30 over years? So I think at our peak, we actually had about 500 members. And now that, uh, you know, because of the pandemic and, and, and because of the nature of our organization is that uh, we have a lot of expats coming in and out of the group. So our membership changes. Uh, so right now we're looking at about 150 members and we're looking to grow that back to its previous glory. And you do you do parents stay on until their kid reaches what age? I mean it caters to to parents with kids at how how old? Uh, so the main age that we go for is zero to six, so mm-hmm. before kids go to school. But what we have noticed is parents who have um, being an Ibu member, they enjoy the support and the community and then they tend to become volunteers later on when their kids grow up. Right. What made you decide to take on this role? Oh, you know, I think being a stay-at-home mom, um, I, I'm also looking for something to do. And, you know, I used to work, um, used to be a working person, right, before I was a mom. So I just really wanted to fill my time doing something. And I really believe in the vision of Ibu. Right. Okay. And what is that vision, though? So that vision is to support families and uh, parents uh, all around the Klang Valley, um, helping them find the community, find their tribe. And I'm just, I just like to give back what Ibu gave to me when I first joined as a member, which is finding other parents. And then you were saying that, you know, uh, you're working, you are working as a parent, you are working. It's the toughest job ever. Um, I, I had an argument with my almost 20-year-old son and I just said parenting sucks. So, you know, 
it gets more complicated as you get older. Uh, we'll talk about how, uh, you know, I guess uh, you fund yourselves and, you know, how do you keep this going in just a moment. I'm here with Joyce Lim from Ibu Family. Stay tuned to Her Vantage, BFM 89.9. Frothy Mocha, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage, and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm here with Joyce Lim, the chairperson and executive director at Ibu. At Ibu Family is a non-for-profit resource group that's been around since 1989, and I never heard of it. Or maybe if I did, there wasn't much of an internet availability then. Now, you were saying that it's been around for uh, 30 over years, 1989, and of course, parental needs have also changed. There are also other resources right now, right? How do you guys continue to stay relevant? Um, so what we do is we, we work together with other people who are in the parenting space as well. So um, as part of, our, um, of how we support ourselves, we, we rely heavily on sponsorships as well as um, partnerships with, um, with companies around Kuala Lumpur. Mm. Being an Ibu member uh, gives you access to a few things. So exclusive support groups, um, first notice of events, but it also gives you deals to companies and vendors around, businesses around Kuala Lumpur. Um, you know, because we know parenting can be expensive, right? You're buying your cart, your baby supplies. And so we work together with all these companies and um, and we bring these deals to our Ibu members. So um, yeah, in a way that's how we stay relevant and um, we, we, we're, we, keep up, we keep up to date in that way. Okay. Who, are you, who are your sponsors? I mean, like, and what kind of sponsors are you looking for? You know, this is a, a way for you to plug what you need. So um, our main sponsors are usually schools. Uh, they can range from preschools to international schools. We also um, we also have smaller sponsors, such as smaller businesses that operate around Klang Valley. I, I would say our members are also part of our sponsors because that's also a way that we gain uh, funding to support our operations. Hmm. Okay, so but you are saying that largely one to six, right? And then after that. Uh, parents go on to do other things. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, and, you know, you're holding a family, uh, t- uh, you held a family bazaar, right? Um, tell us about uh, what's happening. Okay, so we ran a family bazaar on September 11 at the mm-hmm. school at Jayawan. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an annual thing that we do. Mm-hmm. And this, this one was a really big one. Uh, we had... Um, a cardboard playground, we had a petting zoo, we had free dental checkups, mm. um, free babysits, babysitting service as well. Mm-hmm. So it would allow you know parents to come and drop their kids off and then while they shop. And one, one interesting thing about this bazaar is that it combines both the, um, the normal bazaars that you see you know with artisan vendors mm. and as well as a pre-loved and a charitable portion. So people could come and drop off their things and donate it to us and we would help sell them. Or we also had individual vendors who wanted to sell off their their secondhand things or their pre-loved things and they could sell it to other parents too. 
Right. I, I know you're called Ibu family. So gen- generally, there are more mothers. I mean, you are open to fathers as well, right? Yes, we are. So we, we do have a father support group that we, we want to set up, but we do find men tend to be a bit more reserved okay. <laughs> in this area, especially in Malaysia. And and do you find that most mothers are stay-at-home moms that are involved or do you have also, you know, those that are you're working outside? So mainly they are um, stay-at-home moms, but we are trying to expand to include more working moms as well. So this means really having more events on the weekends rather than on the weekdays. Hmm. Okay. So you also have, you were saying that single mom support groups, right? Yes, that's right. So we run those once a month. Okay. Um, You know, doing this as well, and you say schools are involved and all that, is this still the main concern of parents getting the right school? What what seems to be the concern right now? I'm just wondering whether things have changed. (laughs) Yes, that is a concern, uh, I would say, but it would, they they tend to get more worried about schools. you know, to it towards five and six. Right now in our chat groups, what we talk about is, you know, oh, my, my baby has a fever. What do I do? Like, you know, as first new parents, the kind of questions, right. what, what kind of chair should I get them? Um, what, um, what, how should I feed them? Right. So it's really more about um, babying or, or parenting in the very early years mm-hmm. that we find mo- most parents uh, tend to join us during that that period when they're transitioning into being a new mom. Right. Okay. So, and in terms of marketing, what speaks to parents the most? You know, if you if you are trying to attract them to join, um, I think finding a community, finding someone who really, um, who who's really looking for for like minded parents. Mm, okay. Now it's. It's really, Ibu is also run entirely by volunteers, right? Um, where do you find your volunteers? How do you get the commitment? Because that's tough. Oh, yes, that is really tough. Um, and, you know, I, I'm really humbled by by the response that we had because we what we did is just really post on Facebook groups looking for volunteers. We post on our groups looking for volunteers. And the, when I first joined, um, we were down to bare minimum. We had maybe 10 people in the group mm-hmm. and so I started a recruitment drive and I went on Facebook posted and we got a lot of responses so in the last four or five months we have grown from 10 to I think now we're about 40 volunteers yeah and um, yeah everyone's dedicating their own personal time really and how we make it fun or how do how we reward our volunteers is by um, having quarterly get-togethers that's you know sponsored by our sponsors um, we also allow our members to bring their children to any events that they're volunteering at for free mm-hmm. and yeah so we we although we can't give a direct monetary benefit back to right. the volunteers we give it back in kind okay so uh, I know that there are currently 30 family-friendly merchants around the Klang Valley right uh, that offer special rates to Ibu members where they shop or dine at your venue so so Ibu members get discounts yes that's right okay and and what sources uh you know these partnerships who sources these partnerships and what does getting a partnership look like I guess what's in it for them more patronage is the ultimate goal um, okay, so we have a partners team um, internally that, that reaches out to various vendors around the Klang Valley. And um, how we do it, yes, so we do barter. Um, so, you know, by giving us a Ibu member deal, we might give you um, a post or um, a, a, a 
a newsletter or appearing on our website. So mm-hmm. yes, we, we do give back. Okay. If you talk about your Facebook group, that will be the largest community that you have? Yes, if I'm not mistaken, we're around 8,000 members. Ah, okay. So so people who have never left the group are still probably looking at information and all that. So that's still, so, so that's one of the resources that you get. And of course, you have a website as well, right? Yes, that's right. You know, and I guess what what's your new new in this role for months? What are your future plans for Ibu? Um, I'd like to see Ibu come um Ibu appear in more areas around the Klang Valley. Mm-hmm. So we want to set up, um, we're looking at setting up micro communities around Klang Valley. So, you know, if you can get a group of families, uh, a group of, of five or six mums together, um, we can help you um, sponsor, fi- find sponsors for venues to meet up, um, find deals for you and your children around those areas as well. So it's something that we're looking to set up um, soon. Right. You should have a single dad's group. You'd be surprised. Yes, yes, we, we were trying to actually recruit for that, but we we find it really hard to reach dads. Because <laughs> they just don't talk, do they? <laughs> right, um, here's to many more years of, uh, you know, uh, doing wonderful stuff for parents. Uh, that's 1989, it's over 30 plus years. I've been speaking to Joyce Lim, uh, the chairperson, executive director at Ibu. You've been listening to Her Vantage on Enterprise. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.